Ending it via video call. All right, this this guy deserves jail. And then we FaceTime that night for like two and a half hours. Oh Lord, this is like college roommate all over again. To get over someone, you gotta get under someone else. That's such a classic <laughs> Katie response. <laughs> Wait, I had an uncomfortable situation at the Apple store. Oh, we're, we're recording, by the way. Oh, we are. <laughs> I had an uncomfortable conversation at the Apple store. What happened? That wasn't uncomfortable. I was just really tired, so I think I thought it was uncomfortable. Okay. Um, the guy asked me, because I left my computer charger in the Hamptons. I always leave it like at least one thing in the Hamptons. And he asked me, he was like, which new charger do you want? Like, which length? And I was like, and he named two numbers. And I was like, I don't know that I, I can't yeah. brain this right now. Like, which one should I want? And he's like, well, it's basically like a long one or a short one. Like, which one do you want? And I was like, a long one. <laughs> and I just like, it was the eye contact. It was just. A, oh, oh, you guys were staring deeply into each other's eyes while you said the long one. What's like the sexual tension between you and the Apple Store employee? I don't know. I, I felt this. Is there a word for it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, what's with that? Oh, you said, okay, okay. There are so many dashing young men that work at the Apple store here in Soho, and I always end up just, like, having, I I don't know. I can't say I've experienced <laughs> the, same, <laughs> the same level of deep attraction that Katie experiences with the Apple store employee. If you work with the, at, at the Apple store in Soho, I have a crush on and you. And you asked Katie what length cord she wants. I'm interested. And then you looked longingly into her eyes while she said, a long one. A long one. I mean, what would you, a short one? Really? Is that your answer? No. no. Who wants a short one? You want a long one so you can like lay in bed on your computer while it's plugged in. Did and you tell him that? You no. said, I want to lay in bed while, <laughs> while it's plugged in. <laughs> want to join me? <laughs> Do you want to plug it in? Do you want to? Okay, I'm getting out of hand. <laughs> okay. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. You're done. You're done. You're done. Welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Katie Adam. Oh my God. You did it, not me. Oh <laughs> my God. Did I do the wrong order? You just you just left out Colby, but Colby's not here. So maybe that's why you did that. Subconsciously. What? <laughs> 17th time's a charm. Welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. But today we're minus Colby. Colby's at happy hour. We forgive her. It's fine. We forgive her. She's she, mingling with she's her. She's out doing some networking. So it's just Katie and Adam. Yes. On the floor, as we normally are. As we normally are. I'm a couple drinks deep because I was also out with coworkers, so I'm I'm fueled. I have a lollipop. Katie needs to go take a shot <laughs> for the pod. I like want a glass of wine. Should you I? Sh- yeah, you should. You need no, actually. Okay. Wait. Okay. While I prepare myself a glass of wine, can you tell the update on your dating life because everyone yeah. everyone wants to hear it. Yeah. So while Katie's prepping her, we got a couple questions. So I posted a question box today, and I said, you know, we're gonna do a Q and A. So today's episode, we'll give some updates. I want to hear from Katie on her trip to Montauk this past weekend, and also her trip that's coming up this weekend to Puerto Rico, right, Kat? Yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico, San Juan. Um, and so we'll do dating life updates because that was kind of a frequent question on our AMA. And then we'll go into some other stuff. Oh, oh my God. Audio, please. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. It was very loud. So my update for my dating life is last week we talked about Montauk Coffee Guy, who I went on the date with in Montauk. We got coffee and I decided I really liked him. Obviously, circumstantially, he lives in Sag Harbor right Wait, now. Can you pause so I can do the ASMR? Because I feel like this doesn't go yeah, with yeah. the story. Give, give us ASMR. If you have to pee, don't listen to this. 
Okay, good. All right, so... Wait, if it's summer... Can I have a glass, too, actually? Do you want a glass of this? Yeah, I didn't realize you were pouring up summer water. Oh, yeah, summer water. Okay, okay. Yes, I'll This is not sponsored. It should be. But if summer water listens to this, (laughs) we would love a sponsorship. My last update is I went on that date with a guy for an hour. He drove me to the train station. I'm madly in love with him. I'm literally obsessed with him. He's awesome. Sag Harbor guy. Montauk Coffee guy. Oh, oh! Remember we named him Montauk Coffee. Oh, guy. right, but we, but okay, but he's. But sorry. he he lives in Sag right, Harbor. Yeah, I don't want to confuse anyone. Yeah, so we gave up his apartment in West Village and moved to Sag Harbor. Um, that was more ASMR. Whoa! I Cheers! Gave, I gave you a little more than mine. Wait, one yeah, second. yeah, pour out. Okay. Cheers. Clink. We were texting a little bit, and then basically for a second date, he we were kind of trying to figure out what was going to make sense, and he asked, "Do I have to come to the city?" And I was like, "Ah, I know you're not really feeling the city right now. Like, I'm happy to come to Sag Harbor. And he was like, good answer. And so I agreed to come to Sag Harbor and I was supposed to go tomorrow. Which I think is crazy, by the way. (laughs) I would have never done that. Just, I mean, just, I know when you're in love, you do crazy (laughs) things. But for date number two, making that much of a trek? Yeah. So for, for reference, to get from the city to Sag Harbor... It's probably three and a half hours. It's a hop, skip, and a jump. Not even door to door. Like that's three. It's three and a half hours on a train, probably to his house, because Sag Harbor is kind of a hamlet of East Hampton, which is like, I would take the train from East Hampton, and then I'd probably have to drive another thirty minutes to his house. I mean, I certainly wouldn't be driving because we know would, I don't drive. You don't drive. He'd he would pick me up. Hopefully, he would pick you up. Or yeah, call me an Uber. Hopefully, but. Anyways, that was fully what I was planning on doing because I was like, you know, like circumstantially, the only time I'm going to be able to see this guy again who I decided I really liked is if I actually go to Sag Harbor or if he comes to the city. But that didn't seem like it was going to be happening. He invited me to his house in Sag Harbor. I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm going. Let's do it. Spontaneous. Feeling good about it. I was going to be spontaneous, whatever. And then rationality, Adam, set in. And (laughs) I think it was maybe two days ago we were texting. Was it last night? No, 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 it's no, two, two days. days ago. Two days two ago. Two days ago, we were texting, and he was like, I feel bad. Are you sure you want to come to Sag Harbor? Like, are you sure you don't feel weird about it? Like, all the stuff. And then when he said that, I was kind of like, okay. I texted Colby and Katie, and I said... Wait, why did he... I, I mean, I'm just trying to think, like, why he would say that. I think he just... He felt bad I was coming that far. Okay, so he, it was from him feeling bad. I was yeah. almost thinking, like, he was thinking, like, having cold feet about it, too. No, he wasn't. He was fully... Send prepared it. for and set on me coming out to Sag Harbor. I mean, who wouldn't? But he, be? yeah. I mean, it, that. But also, the thing is, that's his home base. You know, like that's where he. That's like me. I mean, three and a half hours. Think about it. Like Maryland. Yeah. Our usual like home trek is less than that on exactly. the train. Like it's like me being like to a random guy that I met on a dating app and had gone on a coffee date in Maryland being like come to New York City and him being like yes for yeah. our second date like that's like I mean it's kind of cute like a movie but also like that's a track and in my head that's kind of what I thought I was like oh this is kind of romantic I'll go to Sag Harbor it's super nice it's it pretty. is like a rom-com and we'll spend yeah. like a night together and I think it would be nice but then when he asked me he was like are you sure you want to come I feel really bad making you come this far out but I would I really want you to come all this stuff and then reality said it and I was like okay I actually am feeling a little bit anxious about it because my thing was we spent an hour and change together, right? Like we got coffee, we went on a walk, we talked about each other's lives, whatever. We had at that point been talking for like a month, like off and on. So it's not like he was com- a complete stranger. Like chatting, But on, we had fully yeah. spent an hour together and I was about to go three and a half hours to stay at his house in Sag Harbor for a night with yeah, him. Yeah, the math isn't mathing there. The math didn't math. The math didn't math. And I sent it to you. I sent it to our friend Allie. I was like, Allie, what do you think I should do? I sent it to Colby. I was She's like, a good person. Ask. I sent it to Alex. I was like, what do you think I should do? And then before anybody even texted me back, I actually texted him and I said, I'm actually feeling a little bit anxious about it. 
can you give me a day to, to really like think about it? Mm-hmm. And he was like, of course, like, I don't want you, like, I feel really like, I don't feel good about you being uncomfortable coming. So I'll come into yeah, the city. Yeah, that would defeat the purpose of even yeah. going. Like, if you're going to feel uncomfortable the whole time. And it wasn't like he was making me uncomfortable. It was like, I'm going to go three and a half hours and then be at the mercy of a train schedule to escape and come back home. That's so true. Right? Like, I'd be trapped there. And I, I, it, I would rent a car. I'd be your getaway car. I would play <laughs> Taylor Swift the whole way. I'm not going to be here, but... It would take you three and a half hours to get there, so I'd have to wait well, three and a half hours for I'll an escape in, I'll route. I'll be in Puerto Rico, so someone else has to take on the job. Yeah, like, literally, I'd have to call, like, a $400, Dispose of the body. Uber home. But anyways... So you came to the conclusion that you conclusion are not going, yeah. and what did you tell him? Because I really liked your delivery. Tell the people. Should I just read it? You can read it. It was honestly a good... The way that you went about letting him know this was really good and honest. I feel like some people... I'm so eloquent. Would feel... Un- like, would feel like you don't want to hurt their feelings or make it feel... Make it seem like it's his fault or, like, you don't want to see him. It's just the concept exactly. of being so far away from home. Yeah. That's the issue. Uh, so, basically, for context, he said, are you coming out Friday? I said, if you still want me to, I definitely will. He said, I totally do. I just feel bad asking you to come this far. You really don't mind. And then that's when I was having my internal dilemma. And I said, I guess it makes me a little bit nervous that a second date is me coming out to SAG. But I definitely want to see you again. And circumstantially, it seems like the only way we'll get to hang out again. So I really don't mind. And then he said, I can come to the city, though it won't be for a few weeks if you'd rather that. I don't like the idea of you being uncomfortable. And then my delivery that Katie's talking about that was pretty good. As I said, would it be okay if I sit on it until tomorrow? I 100% want to see you and spend more time with you. Also, I love it out there. So in the future, if you say come to SAG, I no questions asked. Be on a train out. (laughs) Next summer. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But then I said, I'm just considering if it's the right move for date number two. That was what I I liked. Yep. Because you making it clear it's because it's the second date if this was yeah. like the fifth or sixth date then I'd maybe 100% come a out. weekend in sag harbor doesn't sound horrible to yeah. me you but know we'd spend an hour getting coffee together you know so i was kind of like okay rational adam's coming out like i can't i just felt like this was a situation where maybe it would be cool if i was spontaneous <laughs> spontaneous and just went I out didn't know what <laughs> he was like oh, what the hell is going I, I heard eating i don't <laughs> even know what you just said spontaneous yeah i mean there's a lot of things that play out in my head and i'm like yeah it's almost like I see myself doing it. Like it's like one of those split moments in a movie where you see yourself doing right. something and then you realize that was just your imagination and you didn't actually do it. And you think, oh, what an amazing story that would be. Yeah. But then like, what if it goes south? Exactly. It would still be an amazing story, but at the expense of you and your anxiety. And when I was texting people about it and people were like, you should totally go. Like, it'll be so fun. This is before this whole like anxiety came over me, but it was when originally he invited me to Sag Harbor and I was like, do you guys think I should go? Like, I think I asked my close friend well, story. Yeah, and the thing is, I feel like a lot of us, when we think of Sag Harbor, when we think of the Hamptons, we feel like it's closer than it is every it's not time. Close at all. I, well, every time I feel like it's closer than it is. Yeah. Like I just in my head. But I'm glad that, and what he said to that, something very sweet, right? He was so sweet, so understanding. And then, kind of, the end of the story is then he followed up on that saying, I completely understand. I like am totally fine with that. I don't want you to be uncomfortable at all. I'm going to come to the city to see you. And then he said, let's FaceTime later. And then we FaceTimed that night for like two and a half hours. And, and it was, you really loved it. And I did. I loved every second. Like, it was so nice. We, like, any awkward, like, pause we had wasn't an awkward pause. It was literally just, like, us looking at each other in this weird Longingly. way. Longingly? Like not longingly. It was just, like, what was he? it was cute. This is a weird question. What was he wearing? Or, like, what, what was, where was he sitting? Like, this says a lot about a person. He was in his bed, but not in a creepy way. It was like night. It was nighttime, so that's yeah. not that's not weird. Okay. And he was in a t-shirt. I was in a hoodie and sweatpants. Okay, casual. 
I was so cash. I, I, I don't course, know why I was picturing him in a leather armchair. I put holding. on my I put on my best sleeping outfit for it. Oh yeah, you're so casual. So casual. I also literally took a shower and put gel in my hair. <laughs> yeah, th- there's like TikToks of girls being like, "Oh, want to Facetime?" Like that's like the guy saying it, and then they go do like a full makeup routine. They're like, "Sure." <laughs> oh no, I literally got like fully together. I mean, yeah, I would have. I don't know what I would have done. I haven't had a guy ask me to FaceTime in a long time since, yeah. like, COVID, I guess. That was my first FaceTime date, technically. I was so nervous. You did the FaceTime date. I did it. We talked, like, we did a whole episode, like, in the beginning of the podcast saying we'd never do that. We did, and I here I am. But you know what? I feel like it's first date is weird. Yeah. Well, no, okay, I don't want to say weird because I'm sure someone's going to be like, oh, I met my boyfriend that way, and that's totally great yeah. and good for you, but not for me. Yeah. I need to, like, there's something about being face-to-face with a person, and you can just tell. Yeah. If they're crazy. 100%. So, I don't know. It was a good follow-up to, like, a one-hour coffee date was a two-and-a-half-hour FaceTime because, I don't know, it was just really sweet. You want to know what my favorite part about him is? Is that he he asked me kind of, like, what my type is, I guess. Mm. And I was, like, physically, to be honest, I don't really feel like I have a type. Like, maybe I like, like, fitter guys, but also every guy yeah, technically seems... Have, seen have looked different, have yeah. Have looked different completely. Um, yeah. And he said... When the question was flipped on him, he said, my type is guys who are smart, kind, and cute. And I was like, those are three just really, like, really nice That's things. sweet. And it really reminds me of that one quote from The Help. <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> I am kind. Oh, what is it? I am something. I am important. I am smart. I am you kind. You are smart. You are kind. Yeah, but you it's is an important. affirmation. She says, I am smart. I am kind. I am important. I think that's, Aww. is it important? I think it's important. I don't... Anyway, that's really cute. Good for him. Green flags all around continued because he was getting green flags last week. He has green flags once again. So hopefully I'll see him again. But luckily we also don't text 24-7. So it's kind of nice. That's so nice. I feel like there's this like... Like obviously we're not going to stop talking. You know, like we're going to see each other again. It's like undoubted. No, you need to keep talking because otherwise it's like... We need to keep the spark alive. Just even like little ways. Yeah. Does he follow you on Instagram? Does he have an Instagram? No, like, thank God. He kind of like... I don't want him to know about the podcast or like... Yeah, okay. Which is hard to... Welcome to my life, Adam. <laughs> I've been talking about my... Openly about my flirtations okay, for 12 defense, years. I talk openly about every guy I date on this podcast. No, no, no. I'm, I'm happy for you, but like it's going... One day... But he that's will, he like, will find out. If he finds out. Hello, honey. Hi, Montauk Hello. Coffee Guy. <laughs> Hello, Montauk Coffee Guy. We love you. <laughs> we do love you. Not that way, though, yet. Not the L word way yet. Oh, my God. I can't wait to listen to these podcasts back in, like, 10 years when we have... That's the best part about this is we have, a, like, an audio diary of our time entire capsule. lives. Yeah. Literal time capsule. Well, yeah. I'm seeing good things in your future. I hope so. Hope Fortune for, teller hope for over here. First of all. And then Katie. Do we have an update um, from you? Okay, well, as you guys know, I've been like travel, 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 go, go, go. And I don't have an update on the Nantucket guy yet. There's been texts, there's been things here and there. Okay. But at the end of the day, I have had no time for dates. And he is aware of that. So we'll see if, when, whatever the heck. I don't even know. I'm just very focused on getting from point A to point B and keeping the lights on in here. So that's what I've been doing. But I was, this evening, while I was waiting for you to get here, scrolling and swiping on Hinge, and all the dating apps. I was on Hinge. I was on Bumble. I was on Locks. Mm-hmm. I was I. I'm on every dating app, and I just As it's just like be. a fun little game. Cast and Um, I fully intend on going on some actual dates in the fall, but recently, just you know, given the travel schedule, it's been like a lot of just swiping. Mm-hmm. But I gave my first rose. You know how I've like I've always like said on Hinge how you can give roses. Yeah. I've like no. Um, I gave my first rose, 
and we've been chatting on that page where they have the roses. Yeah. Like I didn't give a rose to just some random guy. Like it was on the standout page, yeah. which I always steer clear of by all, at well, all costs. Hinge, as we've talked about, puts all the hottest most eligible bachelors on right. that page. So it's like, look at all these. It's like dangling the fruit. You're dangling. Yeah. You can't reach it. It's on the top shelf. Well, I tiptoes reached it. Was message or I, I don't even know what I did. I just like I just liked. I didn't even respond. I just mm-hmm. liked something. And he's been cha- the, the very sexy man. I'm like, are you real? Are what, you? Fake? What are we gonna call him? Very sexy man. Very sexy man. All right. Very sexy man. Yeah. I like that nickname. Um, he has really nice eyebrows. Or we can call him The Bachelor because you gave him a rose. Okay. That'd be kind of cool. There, I don't even know <laughs> if it's going anywhere, but I'm just, I, the, the main takeaway here is that I gave a rose and it was accepted, so. I love that I'm for you. the most eligible bachelorette in you New York City. You are the most eligible bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. Dating apps, I've been, I'm trying. I just refreshed all my photos to reflect my short hair. Um, Wait, also, I didn't tell you, but it looks really good. Thank you. Do you like it? I love it. I had, I feel like no matter where you go, no matter what hairstyle you do, you're going to have a little bit of anxiety the first like 24 hours afterwards, especially once you wash your hair for the first time after you've gotten it done. So like your hairdresser can't do it for you. So you're like kind of navigating the new cut on your own. And I was a little bit nervous, but then I realized that I look great. You do. It looks really good. That's that. It's kind of like where you lay out in the sun all day and you don't actually know how tan you are. And then you shower and you're actually a red lobster. Yeah. (laughs) And the sun like hits later on. Yeah. Yeah, It's fully that. Except that's with washing your hair. I'm loving the short hair. And it's cute. It looks like buoyant and like nice and light. It's nice because it just takes me like actually five minutes when I was in on the influencer trip in the Hamptons. I kept getting ready accidentally too early like i would get i'd be finished too early because i keep forgetting how short my hair is and it actually takes 10 minutes to do yeah so also give us a 360 on the trip on the trip oh so so great honestly the perfect amount of time we were there for like two and a half days technically yeah they they got us a party bus on the way there and back it was so funny like we were in like a tour it was like a tour bus it looked like either a a bachelorette bus or like a tour bus and there was like LED lights. It was so funny. Did you guys have like aux going? We, I was on aux. Would you believe it? I I'm was the chosen aux person. Did you part Colby's party girl era? Oh my god! You know what? I fully took credit for Colby's playlist. <laughs> well, okay. I disclosed to those who asked that they were Colby's, but okay. when we were because we were there with Fashion Pass and they we were on the boat one day. I was designated aux the whole time. And I fully played Colby's It's 70 Degrees. Her playlist called it 70 Degrees. And everyone was like, wow, this playlist. And I got so many, wow, this playlist that I had to confess. I was like, so to be honest with you, it's actually my friend Colby's playlist. And they're like, whatever, we don't care. You picked it though. I was like, cool. (laughs) But it was nice. It was a great balance of, we had a lot of like, I don't want to say alone time, but we kind of did. It was nice to have moments where we weren't, socially stimulated because yeah. these trips can be so so much well, on you your guys social. Each had your own cabin right that was what i think the best part was was because we weren't sharing rooms mm-hmm. so we really had our time like we could wake up at whatever time i woke up at like seven each morning and like got my yeah. work done didn't feel like i was being antisocial. and we had like ample time between things like i love that i love that they like also, there were no deliverables. There was no like content requirements, so mm-hmm. we didn't feel like we had to like do. Which I still did post a lot of stuff. You guys but did, yeah. I didn't fe- overall just so well done. This was their first ever brand trip, Fashion mm-hmm. Pass, and the co-founder was there. She was five months pregnant and literally on the strip, and 
hearing about how she started the brand, it was so cool. Like, honestly, such a great experience. The yeah. girls are great. I n- knew everyone very well, except for Eli and Jazz, I'm still getting to know, and they're so, so cool. Yeah, I really like Every Jazz. time I spent, every moment I spend with them, I'm like, you guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love, Eli's writing a book. It was so cool to hear her say oh, that. Oh, yeah, I, I think talk- I've seen that on her TikTok yeah, before. Yeah, she's like fully, like, and it was so funny. We kept like sitting next to each other during the trip, like just randomly, and everyone was like, because we're, we're very similar. Mm-hmm. Just in our, I don't know, like our personalities, I guess, or like just the things we care about are very similar. Interests? Um, I don't even know. I think just like the, just there's something. I, I, I could not tell you, but there's a similar energy there. So we kept like gravitating towards each other. Aw. So fun. 10 out of 10 experience. I love that. It looked like um, you guys had the best time. And also the rosé falling picture. The rosé falling picture, Obviously yes. Obviously the highlight of the trip. I actually got it printed. No, well, you did not. I converted it to black and white and I got it printed. And I think I'm going to put it on my wall. I got it big like that. I kind of want to put it on my wall. I mean, it's kind of sick, right? It's yeah. really cool. Someone commented, they're like, when your kids look at this photo. It's like, an iconic This photo. is my mom. Yes, that's your mom falling into the river in a show me your moo expensive outfit. See, sometimes whenever I'm talking to my parents, I'm, I like kind of wish I had more photos of their lives from when they were our age. Well, like, I we- was thinking about this. Like, we're going to have so many photos yeah. and videos and podcasts. Like, yeah. our kids aren't going to have time to, like, sift through it all. Yeah. Sometimes I think that's the best part about pushing out a lot of content is, like, we really do have a diary of Every year lives. of our lives. Yeah. Every year of our, our lives. Since we got a, a camera phone. Since we got a, a camera. No, literally. Because yeah. a lot of the early stuff was, like, digital camera. Like, the only times I can really see old pictures of my parents are when they pull out physical photos. Oh, I know. scrapbooks. I have full-on, my parents have full-on albums. And I'm yeah. like, I was trying to find a specific photo of my parents the other day. My sister had to dig out the albums to find it. Which is for so, me, which is kind of romantic, but also like I don't know, it's it's gonna be nice to have. It would be nice to a see a visual diary to show our kids. Yeah, well, with my parents, I don't. They don't have any video of themselves. Like they didn't have a traditional wedding, so there's like no video of my parents, like when they were young. Yeah, and I don't know. I want to see how. Yeah. You know how they're the same and different mm-hmm. then versus now. It's interesting for me. I have my whole life videoed pretty much. That's true. Crazy to think, guys. I love you pulling out the old, the old Hello Katie videos. Oh my, the vintage, the, the vintage, vintage ones are my fave. Katie at twelve years old advocating for dachshunds. That video <laughs> that was so funny. I'm so I'm this close to putting it on my dating profiles, like Katie and the dachshunds. I think Katie, you should. There's this video if you guys haven't seen it on my Instagram where I'm advocating to my twelve followers at the time to go to this website to save the dachshunds and find them homes. And I quite literally looked up the definition of save dachshunds and the ringtone and something oh yes my ringtone went off and it was unwritten by natasha beddingfield and you literally paused for a second and you're like who's calling me <laughs> oh sorry my phone's ringing that's what i said and it was definitely my mom calling me to tell me that dinner was ready a thousand percent no one i had no buzz back then no one was calling me no buzz <laughs> <laughs> anyway all right save the dachshunds <laughs> that's my what, final wait, what even is a dachshund oh a dog dog breed. it's a dog for some reason, I thought you were talking. Dachshunds are dogs. Is a dachshund the same thing as a dachshund? Yeah, I think I thought it was dachshund. Am I saying it wrong? I think I might have been saying it wrong the whole time. <laughs> I thought it was a dachshund. <laughs> I think. Am it's, I? Am I dumb? Am I dumb? I don't know. One of like, us is wrong. One of us is dumb. I don't know. Because when you said that, I was like, "Wait, that spelling of that dachshund." Doskin. Look on YouTube Doskin. the pronunciations because that's what I do all the time for my podcast when I need to figure out how to pronounce something. Oh, some of my clients' names are so crazy. And so I Google it. I Google their name yeah. every time before I get on a call. Yeah. Wait, you're I think you're right. It's Doxin. 
Oh <laughs> my gosh. I have been referring to it as a dosh hound my entire life. <laughs> I don't think that's uncommon. It, because it kind of looks like the spelling of dosh hound. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> Can you believe? Can you believe? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. You Google, you got to stop saying it because I can't. Dosh hound. No, Every time Doc's I've said that, prob- that, somebody's probably been like, are you okay? <laughs> like, what is wrong? Do you even have dogs, Adam? You've like... Oh, my family is a zoo. I know, you have a lot of animals. You should know this. I I really should. Oh my God. Well, anyway. All right, we can pivot. We want to do the Q&A. So I Mm -hmm. think we should do Q&A and then maybe one. You guys asked us some amazing things in the Q&A about ourselves, right? About life. And we'll answer some DMs. Well, there were a lot about, you know, like the dating updates and things like that. So we covered that, which is good. I hope to have an update for you. Opinions on the Boston Birkenstock trend? Okay, Boston Birkenstock. I feel like the Birkenstocks are taking over every city. So someone asked for opinions on the Boston Birkenstock trend. We don't live in Boston, so we we definitely don't know what's Wait, going on up there. Is but this a TikTok thing that we don't know about? Maybe it might be a trend. But I will also say I've noticed that Birkenstocks are on every single person in the city now. I kind of love it. I love it too. I, want I a pair. don't own any any. I used to like this was a big thing. I think in in um, high school. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone had had Birkenstocks and would wear them as socks with their sweatpants tucked into the socks. A very specific memory of this. But I think that they're like on a guy. I'm picturing like on a guy. Mm -hmm. Hot. I agree. Honestly hot. Also for yourself, it's so functional. They're they're just like... You can just slip them on and they're so comfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because if a guy wears flip-flops and pants, it's an absolute like getaway for me. But if a guy wears pants, like the right pair of pants and Birkenstocks, yeah, he can get some. I'm for it. We're we're pro Birkenstock trend. Not necessarily Boston, but pro I, Birkenstock. Yeah, I don't know about the Boston part. Maybe this is a TikTok thing. We don't know. But yeah, I might get myself a pair. I kind of want like the um, suede. But is it too late because it's going to be fall soon? I don't know. No, it's never too late. You can get the fuzzy ones. Oh, that's true. All right. Next question. Tips for being more confident with dating in the workplace and just overall. I think everybody struggles with that, the confidence thing. I mean, you certainly have your days where you feel it and you don't. I think even people that you think have it all figured out from a confidence perspective, like, really don't. Like, I have days where I don't feel confident at all, like, in the way I look or how I act or I mean, are you kidding me? I've met influencers who a lot of our whole thing is, like, we're confident enough to share our lives on the internet Mm -hmm. and, for the most part, be unashamed about what we feel. And I've met some people that are influencers that you would think would be the, the most confident of them all based on their social media presence yeah. and they are the most insecure. And I think that, I don't want to say that has helped me mm-hmm. because that's not, you know, someone else's suffering, but it has given me perspective. Confidence comes from li- like majority of your day to day, you're doing things that you believe in, like mm-hmm. that you like you enjoy or at least like have some passion rooted in. I think if you're constantly, if you're living this life with, all of this joyless activity you're working and doing something you don't like even in your free time you're spending time with people you don't like or you're in a city that you don't like obviously you can't choose it all and it can't all be rainbows and butterflies but i think if like 90 percent of your day-to-day is something you are so whatever the opposite of passionate is about like then you're gonna feel it's gonna be hard to be confident in what you're doing if you don't believe in most of it so i think having maybe even just one thing that you're like, this is my thing. This is what I love. This is what I'm good at. And just like when you're having a a low moment, remind yourself of that and focus on that. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, it's like a mental game. Oh, it's, it's like you need to convince yourself. If you convince yourself that you're confident, then I a hundred percent 
know for a fact it will exude in the way you present yourself and walk on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, but how do you do that? How do you like convince yourself? I think you have to have something that you like stand for. I agree. But also I think it's doing simple things like in the morning, making your bed, putting on an outfit that you like, going outside, going to get a coffee and going for a walk and something that you think you look good in. Yeah, honestly. You like little things. I think that confidence comes from a routine. I agree. To some extent. Okay, not like obviously living the same life same day over and over again and calling mm-hmm. it a life. But I think that having, I feel my best when I have a morning routine. When I, I wake up at the same time every day, I exercise for the most part, or I go for a walk or something. And I have my coffee and I like just, you know, rituals. Yeah. I think that that somehow like gives you, it must be something psychological. I think it's momentum. And it's, just like click like with you point. and make you feel good. Yeah. But, like think about Think about the day where you like are in bed until 9.30 a.m. Opposed to the day where you're out of bed at 7 a.m. You put on an outfit. You go get okay, coffee. You go for a walk. I'm not waking up at 7. Hypothetical. Um, no one can force their me. own. Yeah. <laughs> Let's I, say 8.30 for you. 8.15. 8.15. Okay. Is okay. when I open my eyes. But the difference between that and you laying in bed until 11 a.m. Yes. You're probably going to feel better on the day I where you have a routine and structure. I feel more anxious when I get that much sleep. Like yeah. when I have. Yeah. I, I feel like think of the days when I'm hungover and wanting like I'm just like spiraling. It's because yeah, I didn't have a routine. I didn't like get anything done. Comparison is a thief of joy. Like don't compare yourself to other people because it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you. And also people put on a facade. Sometimes they're doing the same mental thing, trying to convince themselves they're confident too. So, well, I also recommend there's this pose you can do. It's called the power pose and you put your hands on your waist, kind of like a superwoman. Oh, like the wall street girl actually exactly like the wall street girl so you put your hands on your hips and you can't see me right now but your arms are kind of like i love that what is this triangles on the side of you kind of like this and apparently it somehow i watched this whole ted talk on this like if you're going into a stressful meeting or something like you're scared or you just are feeling the opposite of confident if you do the power pose and like look at yourself in the mirror while you're doing it it helps you know what i think that stems from is when you do that it makes you larger probably i think it opens your airways as well opens up your chest a bunch of things so you can breathe better i don't know power pose guys look it up we're obsessed highly recommend all right a light-hearted question okay craziest celebrity sighting it says in new york city but i'm just gonna make this like a broad question because to be honest i feel like we walk by celebrities every day and i i'm at least dumb with pop culture i'm dumb too i can't see anybody i don't know anything in new york i've seen adam sandler on the upper I feel like west he's side, everywhere. Yeah, I saw somebody TikTok about how they saw him in Paris. Yeah. Oh, it was Carly. If you if you know Carly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that she saw Adam Sandler there, but he has a notorious outfit of basketball shorts. Adam Sandler, what are you looking? What and, are you doing here? And like Adam Sandler, mid calf white socks yeah. and an oversized T shirt. That's what everybody wears everywhere. It's the funniest thing. God, I love that about him. The like most gorgeous celebrity I've ever seen in person was Angelina Jolie. I saw her at Craig's in L.A. And I have this video on my Snapchat because I was holding my phone to my chest and recording a Snapchat. I was like, I need to record her walking by. Like, I just have to. Oh, my God. It was one of the celebrities and my friends who I was with, I was with Julia and Chi Chi. And they were like, you're going to like. You're really, so not L.A. You're, you're so not L.A. Blah, blah. And I was like, I'm sorry. I They're so to. jaded out there to celebrities. I was like, nobody will know I need to get this video of her. And she walked by and she was so graceful and elegant. And I've never been like, I feel like I don't really get starstruck because. I know nothing about pop culture, so if I see somebody who's a celebrity, I have no idea who they are. But Angelina Jolie is one of those people Everyone who knows who you Angie know. is. Yeah. And She's gorgeous. Yeah. I feel like she'd look so, like, chiseled. The one, the celebrity the girls were fawning over at Craig's was Josh Richards, and I was like, I don't even know who that is. 
Josh Richards. He's a TikTok boy, apparently. I oh. Like, I was like, I literally could not tell you. That looks like my brother. I was like, I could not tell you who that Josh is. Josh Richards. Maybe it's Josh Richardson. I don't know. No, no, no. I think you're right. I think he's like pretty young. Anyways, go show, like, I know nothing about pop well, culture and celebrities. If that's I, fine. If, like, obviously, I would know the Kardashians. If Pete Davidson walked by me, I would have no idea who he was. I think you would. I don't think I would. The tattoos, really? He's not recognizable to you? No. Huh. Well, I, I, I would think he was Machine Gun Cully. <laughs> they have a similar vibe to I would to be them. like, that's MGK. With the tattoos. Okay, well, it's fine. Just saying. I certainly walk by people on the street all the time, and I'm like... But yeah, you, that was also me giving mine for like a billion years. What's a, well, your I'm, best level? While setting? you were doing that, I was my the gears were spinning. I'm trying to think. I know while I'm editing this, I'm gonna be like, oh, remember that time, Katie? Um, I think the like a celebrity experience I've had, like an in-person celebrity experience, I didn't run into them by any means, mm-hmm. but this was back when I went to the Golden Globes in 2017. And I saw a plethora of celebrities up close and personal. One specific, I saw many, a many a celebrity, had many an experience. But... I saw or I spoke to Blake Lively in person. You did? Wait, yes, I don't think I, I knew that. This was in like 2017, I Aww. think. I think. It was towards the end of college. I went. Everyone, if you've been following me for a while, you guys remember I went to this award show, Golden Globes. It's like the award show. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was also a L'Oreal spokesperson at the time, or like I was an ambassador and she was a spokesperson. This is before I worked for them. And we had to do, there was like a little interview some content experience that they had yeah and i got to talk to her and she was just radiant and everything i was about to ask that exact question i was gonna say is she as radiant in person as she is her like here's the thing she's beautiful obviously Mm -hmm. but it was more so her just you can tell her goodness just like comes out of her like you can just tell she's a good she's a good one and she has a sense of humor and she's friends with taylor swift so obviously yeah i think she just had her first child or James, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's her first kid. I don't even know. But she like had just given birth like four months prior and just like looked amazing, but exuded this like maternal, just like I'm your friend energy. It was I so amazing. That. So yeah, but I in New York City though, I don't know. That was in LA. I'm waiting for my big moment of seeing someone really, really cool. Well that's what I'm saying, especially you living in this area, like right like Gigi Hadid lives a block away from you. <laughs> How have I not seen Gigi? I literally live a block from <laughs> no her. I don't idea. know. I swear she must have a, a really amazing disguise. I she must. Or she goes in some secret entrance or something. I don't know. I, it'll happen. Watch tomorrow. It'll happen. I'm done. Next. Alright. I kinda like this question. Mm-hmm. What should I do if my roommate thinks she should be invited to everything I do? Help. Oh Lord. This is like college roommate all over again. Yeah. Jeez. I'm kind of that roommate, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, anytime Alex does anything, I'm like, am I not invited? <laughs> I think it's a kind gesture to invite them to like parties or big events like that that aren't exclusive. I think if it's something like you're going to dinner with your friends or something like that, obviously no. Or Depends on how close you are. I that, think. Yeah. I think here's the thing. It's kind of hard if you if you started out by inviting them to everything and then you're like, oh, wait, I'm kind of over this. I've had a friend recently who was telling me a very similar situation. And it's a, a scenario where like my one friend and her roommate like didn't go to college together. They have separate friends like they have their own college friends. Yeah. They know each other from previous to college and she has her own people in the city. So like my friend doesn't feel like horrible about not inviting her to everything yeah but it's one of those things where like she invited her to one thing with us or Mm. with our like our squad and now she's like oh i want to like you know you get a taste you're like i really want to be a part of that yeah but i think what 
it comes down to is kind of having to be a little bit harsh about it and being like, I don't know what her or his or her situation is that asks the question, but you kind of have to be like, totally we'll meet up with you after this is just like a thing with my college friends or like this is just a thing. And slowly but surely, I really do think they'll get the point or get the, I agree. the gist. Yeah. They'll, if they are socially aware. <laughs> yeah. I think there's no way to be, I don't know, overly nice about that. You kind of just have to say it. Yeah. And honestly, just... I would, I always start out with a positive and things like that. Like the letdown being like, I would love to like, let's check out this new restaurant after, but before yeah. I'm going to go meet up with my college friends. Yeah. Or be like, Oh yeah, we're thinking about going to this bar after. Why don't you, you meet Why don't us you after meet up with us? After yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I'm going to go to, I'm going to this dinner with my friends like that they planned. Why don't we meet at the bar after dinner or something like that? Like you can also push the blame on your friends a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Is, is that a bad so way to do it? I That's why I kind of probably what I would You can do. blame it on me anytime. <laughs> I, I don't know. I do feel like this is hard, but it happens so often. I feel like this is such a thing that happens. Such I've, a thing. I've heard like multiple scenarios with people in the city like talking about just roommate dynamics being tough. Yeah. Like I think the best kind of roommate would be someone that you're like, like honestly Colby's situation. Like she has the girl, like, mm-hmm. you know, the girls that she lives with her are good, really good friends of hers, but she can still come and do do things with us and doesn't feel like she has to invite the girls. Like, and it's just like, they're indifferent. Yeah. They, they're a little bit younger than us. They have their own friends. We have our own friends and we collaborate often, but don't feel like we need to be together 24 mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. yeah. It is hard though. That that's a tough one. I hope you can get through it. Same, 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 same. Boundaries, boundaries. This is kind of a cute question. Aww. What do you like most about each other? Us? <laughs> oh, God. Katie's like, oh, I God. I need another sip of wine for this one. Katie anyway, needs to pop- chug the whole bottle before she answers that um, question. How deep are we going? What else are we going to say? Uh, yeah, you're right. I like your, <laughs> I like your hair. <laughs> I love your new hair, Katie. <laughs> I love the pillows on your couch and the big framed photo of yourself I, you know you're about like, to put on your wall. You know what I like about you, Adam? What? I like that you check in. Okay, because not every friend in your adult life has, it's not even that we don't, we are, we're all busy. Okay, none of us have time for anything. But people that check in are like, how was your weekend? Or like, how was like, and remember when you have something like, oh, how was that meeting or whatever? Mm -hmm. I enjoy that about you. Thanks, Katie. Thoughtful. I am a thoughtful friend. Yes, you I like are. to try to be. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I, I know my strengths. <laughs> True. My favorite part about Kathy is how loyal of a friend she is. Oh my God. No, but seriously, I always feel like Kathy's like, Kathy's like a ride or die. I got your back or I she, don't. She's got your back. Yeah, or she, or you don't. And you don't want Kathy to be on your You don't side. cross me. Yeah, you don't cross Kathy. Or but you don't I, have me on your team. I always feel like Kathy's on my team. Even, mm-hmm. if, even if I'm wrong, I feel like Kathy is trying to find a way to be on my team. Or she'll like bring me back to earth when I'm wrong. And then I feel like that's even more so being on my team. She's okay. a great friend. Aww. And with that, I'm pouring myself more summer water. Do you Cheers want some? to that. I would love some. I'm just like, I have a trip. I can't be drinking like this. No, you can't. You're going to work out every day. You know, when you're dehydrated on a plane. It's not good. No, you're going to, you should get drunk before your plane. What time's your flight? Oh, 1230. I keep thinking this is like, perfect so, timing. like people are going to come for me for this, but I keep thinking that Puerto Rico is like out of the country. I thought it was well, it is, but it's technically like a U.S. territory oh, or something. Right, you're right, you're so like you don't have to use a passport, like that sort of thing. That's so nice. And there's no time difference. I keep thinking there's there's be, no time difference. There's no time difference from New York to Puerto Rico. I fully was like, oh, it's probably gonna be three hours. <laughs> Why don't we go more often? I don't know. <laughs> wait, you have to report back on how this trip is. I'm like very. Intri- I mean, I've. Oh my! Wait, do you guys go to San Juan? Yeah. Wait, my 
literally one of my favorite restaurants in the entire world is there. What's you have it to called? go to Marmalade. Oh, I think that Mia has that. So for to let you guys know, yeah, I'm going on this surprise trip to San Juan. I'm going oh, sorry, to did I give it two away? different. No, I, I think we already said in the I beginning. I already too, yeah. like told people on Instagram, but I'm going to two different. Basically, I this. PR company reached out to me about these two hotels that just need some social media love or don't need it, but just like, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm going to give the love and frolic around San Juan with my friend Mia. Happy for you. Um, by the time you guys hear this, I will be at the airport or actually I won't be. I'll be waking up. Yeah, or Adam, be, Adam will be waking up. I'll be waking up an hour <laughs> afterwards because the episodes drop at 7 a.m. I'll be up at 8. <laughs> I'll be on my run. Okay, cool. Training for my half marathon that's yeah. going to kill me before it makes me a better person. Um, anyways. Oh, okay. I like this question, Let's too. do one more of these and then, like, a, a DM. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I kind of like this question because I feel like it's relevant to our lives right now. Avoiding burnout. Advice. Dreading the end of summer hours. Rip feral girl summer. R.I.P. Oh, I think with... with um work stress of any kind you just have to have something to look forward to always even if it like it it could be as large as a trip or as small as i'm going to like you know not reward i think reward is a bad thing Mm. like you shouldn't be working for a reward always but there's something to look forward to like oh friday night i'm going out with my friends weeks drone on you know you get to like tuesday you're like i'm not gonna make it have something to look forward to. Have a plan with your friends on Friday night. Yeah. Or have just like a light at the end of the tunnel. It's not like work for a reward necessarily. It's just something to, that you see in the distance. Like this is going to be a fun thing. Right now this sucks, but there'll be a fun thing. Yeah. That's just how, I don't know. It helps me. I don't know if that's right, but that's what helps me. No, I think that's the right thing to do because also during the summer, I feel like is when a lot of things slow down. It's like when everybody's traveling, especially, I don't know, like in like a corporate environment, like what I'm in, like business. So this down. is the good time is yeah. what you're saying. Summer is a good time because- right. And which is what they're talking about. It's like, how are we going to avoid burnout? I think when eventually we're back to the full swing of working Fall and, and winter. yeah, she said, RIP feral girl summer. Like we're, she's dreading the end of summer hours. She slash he like, I kind of am too. Like I love the summer, but also I'm kind of burnt out from summer to be honest. Well, cause summer, it's not only the work, it's the travel. Yeah. It's the social stuff that you're burnt out from. Yeah. The social battery is just dead. Yeah. I like, we have not been at, I think no. I've been in the city one weekend this entire I summer. I know, hence why my dating app, dating app, dating life, <laughs> my dating life is trash. <laughs> it's kind of funny because somebody else on, on this Q&A asked how many, like what the average amount of dates we're going on per month is. And Oh, currently it's been a big goose egg, but usually I feel like fall, winter, I'm going on like at yeah. least one date a week. I will say somehow I, Maybe I kept up momentum. I think oh, I, I mean, you've been on fire. I feel like no one around these parts have been in. Okay. That's such a lie. I'm being so drama, but no <laughs> one's been asking so me on a date. Okay. You're I can't, drama. You can't go on a date if no one's asking you've you. You've been enjoying the travel. I've just been, I've been enjoying men. the dance floor makeouts. I've had, okay. If you ask me how many dance floor makeouts I've had per week, then I'm up to speed with you in terms of um, the dates. Easy. Your dates match my dance floor makeouts. Easy. And my dance floor makeouts match the eggs in your fridge, aka kissed, you don't have eggs I've in your fridge. I've kissed some lips this summer. Yeah, you've gotten around, sister. And I've gotten far away <laughs> from kidding. them afterwards. I feel like I'm just like hit and run. <laughs> no, you're having fun. I feel like that's the best thing you can do in the summer is enjoy the time. Travel as much as you can because when you're in the fall and the winter, that's kind of when you're staying put a little bit. I feel like people don't travel as you much. You kind of have to because of yeah. just like work obligations. and Work obligations. Also, people gear up for the holidays you're because the holidays money. is downtime. Yeah, We're you're out, out of money for the summer. I'm out of, yeah, I'm done spending on yeah, I definitely know my bank account is dry as the Sahara after this yeah. summer. No, it's just like, yeah, I just choose. I choose um, not to look. Yeah, but I, I guess back to the question of like, 
how do you avoid the burnout? I like Katie's answer. Like You can't avoid it. You can just treat it. Yeah. Pick you things know? that you look forward to. Like I look forward to recording the podcast with my friends. I think that's like a yeah. nice like passion kind of project. Like, project. <gasps> that's so true. And not to put like more work on your plate, but honestly, when you have a passion project, it doesn't feel like as much work. It really yeah. doesn't. And for full transparency, we have not made a dime from the podcast. And how fun has it been? And we've had a great time. You know? I hope We're, you guys are enjoying it. I hope so, Rate too. this podcast five stars. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, rate are the podcast. Are we close to a thousand reviews? Wait, let me see. We might actually, let me see. You guys have been killing it we, with the reviews We on might Spotify. hit it this week because I think we're really close. Rate us five stars. We're at, our, what are we, 4.9? But also, I literally texted Katie today, and I was reading the um, reviews on Apple Podcasts, and they That's just made me really, really happy. really bold of you. I feel like I... I can't But read. they were all so positive and really just happy. And I was like, you know, like, this is really sweet. Thanks, fam. All right, we're in 984 on uh, Spotify. Yeah, we might not make money from this podcast, but, you know, the reviews are like currency to us because... They, the reviews are currency. They make me very happy. Rev- reviews are currency. It they makes give me, us serotonin. Makes me feel cool. All right. Um, but yeah, if you watch <laughs> us tomorrow, we're almost at a thousand reviews. So rate us five Woo! stars on Spotify if you like us. Obviously, if you hate us, maybe just don't rate us just, at all. <laughs> just don't rate us if you hate Please just do us a solid, okay? Just move um, along. But yeah, it's been a fun ride for almost a year. Woo! But okay, so that's a Q&A. Now we'll do a little advice segment. Fabulous. What do you think? I love the sound of that. How do I start over? I was in a relationship for three years with whom I believed to be the love of my life. He had everything I was looking for. Both families adored us, gentlemen, loving, etc. Our wedding was planned in June of this year. He ended the commitment by video call and I never heard from him again. The worst thing is that the sister who introduced us became one of my best friends and I had to stop being friends with her. I just turned 30 and I just missed everything from my past life. And I think I could have been married now if it weren't for this. That's it? Yeah. That's like a love letter. Um, I know. I feel like I just read a novel. So I find a lot of things interesting here. Ending it via video call. All right. This this guy deserves jail. Jail time. The wedding was in June of this year. He ended the commitment by video call. This guy sounds horrible. He sounds like trash. You literally dodged a dumpster fire with this guy. I also think... It's interesting, like, you became friends with the sister, and now you can't be friends anymore. Like Best friends. I We have a friend in our life who was dating a guy for a while and became very close with his sister, and now there's, they're, you know, the guy is out of the picture, yeah. but they're still really good friends. They are. They're best friends. They're very, yes. And, and she dated him for multiple years. She dated years. him for, like, all of college. Yeah. And then after college, now they're both, I think they've both, I know she's moved on, I don't know if he has, but her and the sister are thick as thieves. Yeah. So, I find this strange behavior. I think this family is fictional. I think that they that you got catfished or something. I don't know. Maybe they're yeah. in the mafia. Like, I just get away. But also, I think in terms of starting over, it's like you clearly dodged a bullet. Any guy who's going to end that significant of a commitment, three years where you guys had a wedding plan via video, uh, you dodged a bullet. That is he guy, in prison or something? What's he going should on? Be. He should be. <laughs> no, I think at this point, well, you say you're the... the the 30 comes into it. The mm-hmm. I'm 30, whatever, turning 30. I refuse to believe that my life is just going to end when I turn 30. Like, I agree. And we're fast approaching. Like, I'm about I'm to turn 26. Are you you're kidding me? About to turn Look 27. back on yourself like five years ago and think about how much cooler you are now. I agree. I think my life, our lives I'm get sorry. better every year. I'm going to be a legend when I'm, I'm 26 now. When yeah. I'm 36, legend. Okay. I completely agree. Don't you feel like our lives just get better every year? They, I get smarter. I get hotter. Yeah. I just like, I know how to do my hair. I 
everything I, just gets, you get more money. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just truly think that with every year, every passing year, you just get better. I completely agree. So, I really don't think or like wish that I could go back to any year of my life because I feel like every single year we just get better. So I think you just need to look at it as like 30 isn't the end of your life. You're give free. it as the start. You're no, free from you this three-year commitment. Free from this yeah. loser. Loser, you're free. So congratulations on your freedom. Yeah. Don't miss things from your past life. Just oh like gosh. look to the future. Maybe consider being a writer. Like that was beautiful. It was a beautiful like, spiel. Write a book. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're wishing you the best. We're sorry that happened to you. You don't deserve that. But look to the future. Look to the positive. Yeah. Find things that make you happy and pursue those. Yes. And love will find you. And love will find you. Okay. And... That's a wrap. That's it? Do you want another one? Let's do one more. All right. We're Just in for mood. funsies. I, I'm ready Katie for and I are bulldozing this summer water. Honestly, second glass of wine. I, I want to help someone else. All right. Let's see. I'm feeling generous. We're feeling gen. Let's see. I'm feeling generous. I need to go. With, I have like four more bottles of summer water. I feel like I have to finish them before summer is over. Okay. So both messages are related. So originally she said, hey guys, I was recently love bombed by my sort of rebound. And the trauma bond, trauma bond, I haven't heard that phrase before, is real. Really? I haven't heard trauma bond. Oh my God, trauma bond is like, it's, it is what it sounds like. It's a, yeah, it sounds real. Yeah. All I can think about is how immature and disrespectful he was at the end, yet I still want to sleep with him. S- sleep, I still want to sleep with slash next to him. Like, what the fuck? The bump was, a ghost from the past, yup, the one from my previous message, has resurrected, and I kind of want to give it a go, but also feel like I shouldn't give him the time of day, considering how he treated me. Do you have any thoughts on second chances? Okay, I have a little little story, or like a little thing I wasn't even going to bring up, but okay. because this prompted it, it's just coming out of me, and the wine. Today, and I... This has been like for the past few weeks. I talked about this guy on the podcast. I think I've talked about him multiple times because I, I was just appalled that he was talking to one of Colby's ex-coworkers. Remember that? Wait, which one? The guy who it turns out like it ended and then it turned out Colby's ex-coworker was like, is Katie oh, talking to this yes. guy? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys like remember this at all, but basically we talked th- about the guy episode. called me out for talking to other people yes. when we weren't exclusive, when he was literally talking to other people as well. So yes. it was just like a hypocritical thing. And it wasn't like he was a bad person. It was just like annoying that he called me out for something that he was doing at the same time. Anyway, he's been like randomly messaging me recently, like responding to my stories. Okay. And I, in a weird moment today, I've just been like liking the message because I will, I'm cordial, like whatever. Right. There's a chance we'll see each other again. We run in like similar circles. So mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and there was a chance that like crossed my mind today. Like, hmm, what about a second chance for this guy? He was a good kisser. And then I was like, no, Katie, no, 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 no. You live in a city with millions of eligible bachelors, hot men who will treat you better. Like, why would you go back to where you were burned Yeah. for a second try? It doesn't seem like, and you know, I always think about the second chances or the second tries when I'm not playing the field enough, when I'm not seeing what else is out there because I'm convinced that this is the best I'm going to get. And that's not true. I know I deserve better. I know I deserve like so 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 much better so why would i revisit old news and i think that sometimes it's just easy to do that especially when we don't see like there's nothing really happening or there's no one presenting themselves as better you go on a series of bad dates and you keep comparing them to the the good ones you've gone on with some other guy that disappointed you in the end i don't know but it it's natural to think this way because you also think like you keep talking about keep thinking about those lovers and those relationships that seem unfinished. I think Carrie Bradshaw said that in some mm-hmm. episode or something. But like, 
that's why you obsess over them because they just don't feel finished to you. There's no end. So you're like, hmm. Like, how can I find an end to this kind of? I just need closure. Yeah. But you're never going to get closure. I mean, from personal experience, like everybody knows about my whole situation with you should not be named. He, sh- who, he who must not be named. He who must not be named. Is it must point. or should? No, it's he should not be named. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. It's been a while since I've seen. I kind of liked how you said he who. He who must. Who must oh, you're not. so right. But what it is I, he who should not be named. What was I thinking? Anyway, I continue. Um, but anyways, like I've, I've been talking to this guy for three years and after year two is when I was like, I'm completely done with this. I'm cutting it off completely. I'm not talking to him anymore. And I ignored all of his texts, the whole deal. And then several months later, he kind of reinserted himself into my life. And at that point I had been to therapy. I had kind of gotten over it. You're stronger. I'm a stronger man now. And I was kind of like, I am willing to talk to him again at this point because my like life isn't riding. But on you're me not going to hook up with him again. Exactly. Right. I, you're strong i agreed in my head that i was gonna like allow myself to talk to him again because i was like so okay basically for context my issue before was that i refused to stop talking to him because i was like so obsessed and like basically in love with him and even though he didn't treat you very well even though he treated me horribly and we weren't exclusive we weren't dating but like we had been seeing each other for two years and it was like talked to you like you were we basically and there were like things yes but then he was still off doing who knows what with other people exactly and so my issue was we were still talking as friends but every guy i dated i would compare to him and so every guy i was dating i would not give basically the time of day I would compare them to him and be like they're not as good as him so I'm not going to date them anymore yeah so then that's when I was like I'm cutting it off completely I'm not talking to him anymore so then I did that for a few months went to therapy started dating guys was like okay you know what like I'm totally over him now I'm at the point where I'm completely over him but I'm still talking to him and I do that because now I know for a fact that like we are just friends I have no interest in him romantically or sexually so like I can find somebody else that I like better. And I think that relates to this story because I think that if you're going to give somebody a second chance, you need to in the back of your head know that like this can't be your end all be all. Like if you're at the point where you're like, I'll talk to this guy and it's like kind of whatever happens happens, but I'm willing to date other people and I'm willing to play the field and I'm willing to like let somebody else in. If you're at that point, I think it's totally fine. You let them back in. If if it's a she, I can't tell from the message, but I think it's a I she. think it's a she. I don't think she's at that point. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. I think if you're at the point where it's like he's your I think like you need, ride or die, you then need I think to, you need to I think you need to take a step back yeah. and need to do something for yourself because otherwise you're gonna get in the same situation that I had been in for two years and you're gonna strictly rely I mean, on somebody who yeah. can't give you the time of day twenty four seven. It you took know? you over a year to get to the point where you could just be friends with it. It did. And that I don't want I would never wish that on my worst enemy. Like it was yeah. a horrible experience and for it, me and like I think it ultimately took distance. It did. He literally moved away. Yeah, he moved away. That made far, it far easier away. for you. But if this yeah. guy's not moving away, you're not moving, he's not moving. I think you need distractions. Yeah. It and also, it's based on how she's framing it, it seems like this guy is kind of just coming in as like not even something serious. It looks like he's reinserting the picture as the same person he was when they were having their back and forth thing. I don't know. I just, I just think it, it must be a trauma response of sorts mm-hmm. to resort back to what hurt you because... I think a lot of times when we look back, we only see the good stuff. That must be a trauma response of sorts, even like on a small. Yeah. I know people love, not love. This is such a weird sentence, but people do overuse the word trauma. But mm. you know, you can't discount it. Like if you went through something that was tough and there were some good moments interspersed between yeah. the bad stuff, 
if you look back, I mean, I think about it with like certain high school was particularly hard for me, but I still look back and I do see some good moments when I go home to our hometown. I do feel happy and warm and fuzzy even now. So like, I think it's just maybe that's just growing up. You start to look back and see positives, Mm -hmm. but in this situation, it's not good for you because even though you do like see those shimmering moments of like when things were good you have to remind yourself of the bad stuff even if it takes writing it down like I think it helps to get it down on paper like writing down a list of all the things that were bad in the relationship that were that the reason why you cut this person off Mm -hmm. and revisit that every time you want to try to get back with them or you want to respond to their text like I don't know block their number do what you have to do tell your friends like hey I don't want to be like tell people close to you so they'll hold you accountable Mm -hmm. I don't know I think but in your soul, you need to know that you can do better and you will do better. And it, you just need to like, fi- you need to get that through your head because yeah. otherwise you're not going to move on. You're just going to be stuck stagnant in the same spot and not progressing. I, agree. I don't think people change that quickly. So, I truly don't. I think you yeah. need to give it a year and you, you need to go into therapy. Yeah. And therapy's great. It's <laughs> yeah. For reference. I loved going to therapy. Yeah. I appreciate it too. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Godspeed to you. Godspeed to you. And you know what they say, to get over someone, you got to get under someone else. That's such a classic (laughs) Katie response. (laughs) (laughs) To get over someone, you got to get get under someone else. I mean, I did not make that up, obviously. That's like a very known saying. It's kind of funny though, because I, I would picture that being like a Katie line. I wish I made that up. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that you invented that. Are you kidding me? No, just have a dance floor make out. It'll be okay. That's Katie's motto this summer. Dance or make out, it'll be okay. They're exhilarating. I hope to, I mean, I don't know if I'll have one in Puerto Rico, but we'll see. 10 out of 10, I would recommend. All right. It's been fun. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.